0: Ladies and gentlemen, do we have quite the topic for you tonight. Uh, This is Mix It Up in a Pot, your host Alex Fernando, along with Matt Solomon. And Matt, how are you doing today?
1: You know, I'm feeling, uh, I just found out what this topic was, ladies and gentlemen, myself, about three minutes ago. And you know, (laughs) I'm a little nervous, so I'm a little nervous. I
0: I told Matt that we were going to, I was going to surprise him with with an episode out of left field. And I think I got him off guard with this one, which is going to be really fun, because this entire episode, Matt, is about you.
1: I know, I don't know how we're going to fill this whole episode about me, but we, we will sure try <laughs> it. Sure
0: try. You know, I've been thinking our listeners, they love mix it up in a pot. They love both of us, but they don't really know both of us, other than our friends who like interact day to day and stuff and our parents and stuff like that. But I mean, we want to show a different side of us in this podcast. We want to show the real meat on the bones here, Matt. So I have got a list of some pretty, pretty in-depth and pretty interesting interview questions for you to really learn about who Matt Solomon is. What are all the ingredients in this Matt Solomon pot?
1: Well, about 6% Jewish, (laughs) uh, a lot of Polish, um, and a little bit of Dutch.
0: Uh, Well, we're going well beyond your ethnicity, Matt. We're going well beyond that. We are getting to the hardcore facts and we're going to get to that right about yeah you seem really really nervous today is there something i don't know like
1: i don't know what your questions are gonna be about (laughs) man these questions could be anything i mean if anybody was gonna interview me if anybody knows me better than anybody, it's it's you. I know.
0: So. <laughs> I know. But now I want. I mean, these are questions that I I was looking through. I made a pretty pretty good list here, and I.
1: You know what like, scares me? You know what really scares me is what questions do you already don't know that you're gonna ask me? Because <laughs> I mean, that's just see, you're
0: gonna that be was like my, that was my thing building this list. I'm like, you know, I actually don't know this answer for that. <laughs> I want to find this out. I want to find this out. And I, I think I got some pretty fun questions for you. But, you know, I'll, I'll hit you with a low ball. I'll hit you with a nice and easy one to kick it off. So, Matt, what kind of beer do you like? Great
1: question. I like Oh, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait a minute. I forgot the most important piece of this interview. The most important piece of this interview. There is one catch with this interview, Matt. You want to know what that catch is?
1: I can't say like.
0: Well, yeah, you we need to stop saying like, both of us. Okay. But okay. The, the catch is that every answer you have has to have a story.
1: Has to have a story.
0: Yep. And it's gotta be you gotta you gotta okay. entertain us here. This is a podcast. We're oh, we right, entertaining the public. It.
1: You're making me earn it. Yeah, uh-huh. we Get gotta entertain honest. the
0: public here. So every every answer to my questions has to have a story. I'll give you an easy one. What's your favorite beer, and what's your story behind it?
1: Well, I mean, if I need a story behind this, my favorite beer is Natural Light.
0: Natty Light.
1: Natty Lights.
0: You know why? That explains so much. They're
1: pounders. If I'm going to have a beer that I'm going to pound, you're saying, let's drink a whole 30-rack. God damn it. You know, in college, I had a 30-rack of Natty Light under my bed all the time. And then, (laughs) and then... When I turned 21, I graduated.
0: <laughs> you, and you know what, so man? You had we can't the, you drink Natty rack, light anymore. You had the 30 rack under your bed before 21 is what you're saying.
1: No, well, it wasn't under my bed. It was in my closet.
0: So, <laughs> and it was spot. bush
1: light. And then I was, you know, I had the Natty Light. And so I was like, this is my beer. This is good. This is, this is good stuff. This is great for game days. Very nutritious. Low calories because it's That's water. Right. That's right. And then I turned 21, and I was like, you know what? We need to graduate. We need to get real here. We need to get serious. And I said, how do you get serious from Natty Light? You go to Natty Ice. You go to the Upgrade. You go to the good stuff. So I went to Natty Ice, the (laughs) 5.5% of a 30 rack. Super economical. You don't need to drink a whole 30 rack. You can drink 10 and be pretty smashed.
0: I see. So Natty Light, Natty Light, Natty Ice. That's your, that's a beer choice.
1: Of course, as I've grown and gotten older, I mean, I, I'm a much more craft beer drinker myself, but. Uh,
0: you're not, you're not pounding beers anymore? No,
1: uh, because craft beers, you know, they make you gain weight and, you know, the, the COVID times have been very tough on me.
0: So, you, so. maybe you should go back to pounding beers because you didn't gain as much weight.
1: I also walked to school.
0: This so. is true. Yeah, it's true. true. Yeah, back <laughs> so, in the day, very true. Okay. When you, I
1: found out when you walk to school every day and walk <laughs> back, and you do three miles a day of walking. Yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you <laughs> want. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, hey, hey, that's that's right. You're right. You're right on that. Now, another question for you: What is your weirdest fear, or a couple of your weird fears, and give me a story behind it. <laughs> Oh,
1: I, so, I don't know if you know this about me, actually. I am deathly afraid of sharks.
0: You're afraid of sharks?
1: I've been in it, like, ever since I was six years old and I went to the Omaha Zoo and I saw sharks. I was like, these fuck, I don't know what's about
0: these guys. <laughs> With I don't them trust swimming them. over the tunnel and you're, and you're I was through.
1: like, literally, I looked at my mom and I was like, mom, I can't walk underneath that. And she's like, we have to to get out of here. And I was like, no, seriously, like these sharks scare the fuck out well, I was a kid. So I was like, I'm so scared. I don't know. <laughs> the crazy thing was, is I would read books about sharks because they were picture books and like they were illustrations. They weren't actual pictures of the sharks. So illustrations were fine.
0: Regular but when I saw pictures, pictures,
1: pictures made me nervous. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so scared of these sharks. <laughs> And like shark week, I was like, oh, this is so scary
0: for you, time. And then you're anti-shark week.
1: No. So as I've gotten older, I've liked it a lot more.
0: Okay. Whoa. like, yeah. man, I was about to walk right out of here and I was about to open up my closet door and be done with this. But two questions in, you're almost, you almost tell me you're anti-shark week. Wow. That's, you be careful there
1: yeah well, like you know, around like fifteen, like I was starting to get over like as I got older, but no I for a long time there I was deathly afraid of sharks. I wouldn't go in the ocean because I was like, what if you know what if that's me? I don't know
0: okay. what is your most disgusting restaurant story?
1: So I went to a Mexican restaurant for Taekwondo and it was like a gathering. it was like one of those banquet things, you know like You do once a year kind of thing. You hand out awards and you like pat each other's back, blah, blah, blah. Well, we went to, I won't name the name of the restaurant, but it's in Sioux City and it's in a building that's probably not a good place for a restaurant to be. I don't know why we picked that place. It's a terrible (laughs) idea. And then I was sitting there and we were having a decent time. And then the kids turned around and they looked down and they said, hey, there's a dead rat over here. What? Uh, <laughs> on the floor.
0: Just sitting there?
1: It was just, like, there. And there was, like, a hole in the wall where, like, the pipes were and stuff. And, like, that's where it came out. Uh, <laughs> and I, like, stood it up didn't and make I it saw back it. In. And I was just like, want to go here anymore.
0: <laughs> Not really. my, my appetite's kind of gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, i never actually seen a dead rat in a restaurant before. Not in New York City.
0: So... <laughs> Well, speaking was, uh... of restaurants, okay, that's that's a pretty nasty story. I don't want to eat at that restaurant either. Speaking of restaurants, so what are your thoughts on buffets? And give me a story.
1: Ooh, okay, so buffets, <laughs> uh, love hate relationship. Um,
0: <laughs> a little bit of a double edged sword there.
1: So one time, my friend Kyle looked at me, and we were on uh, what what was the. What was the business club in in high school? FBLA. Um, FBLA. So we went to Pier and we go to Pizza Ranch, you know, when you get into Pier because what else is in Pier? So, you know, you hang out at a hotel.
0: Yeah, it's the hotel. It's the state capital and it's Pizza Ranch. Those are the three things located in Pier, South Dakota.
1: Yes. And so we go to Pizza Ranch and Kyle looks at me and he goes, Matt, I bet I can eat more pieces of pizza than you.
0: <laughs> Ooh, and I, I looked at him and dropped. I said,
1: Kyle, you don't want to do this. <laughs> and because at the time, Pizza Ranch was a top three restaurant in my book. Me and my I dad I was on go this, there. I
0: believe I was on this trip.
1: You may have been on this trip. I, <laughs> so I proceeded to eat 20 pieces of pizza before Kyle could finish eight. 20? 20 <laughs> 20
0: zero like two to zero
1: other? I ate so like when I started I I used to watch like the the Nathan's hot dog eating competition on 4th of <laughs> July and, like I was like I'm a fucking good eater like I could honestly probably competitively eat pizza so I was like you know what I gotta do is I gotta eat two at a time and I gotta I gotta eat this fast because I'm gonna hit the wall so I was eating two at a time at the beginning and then um after i ate the 20 yeah i felt fucking sick i felt <laughs> so sick. yeah you ate 20
0: pieces of pizza
1: i like counted it and i'm pretty sure it's like a pizza and a half it was
0: oh oh <laughs> like, god
1: i i think we went in the hot tub after that and that <laughs> was that was a bad idea that was i literally just felt like there was like a all the dough had melted, and just cheese and dough and sauce were just in my stomach. It was <laughs> disgusting.
0: Did you I yak? had, like,
1: the pizza sweats.
0: The pizza sweats. <laughs> did you yak?
1: I did not yak. I held it in. Hey. I held it in like a champ,
0: bro. Hey, that's right. Good stuff. You know what? We're going to turn this completely on its head, because I told you I'd come at you with all left field questions. Okay. Does tech help or hurt society? What's your story?
1: That's a good question. Um, (laughs) You know, if you asked me 10 years ago, I would have said, yeah, I think it does. Um, Now I think it's a huge drain on society. I think everybody has been in everybody's business for no reason. Me and my mom were kind of just talking about this because, you know, Facebook's just kind of weird now. uh, Because a lot of people like to air out their grievances on Facebook. I don't really understand it. I don't really go on Facebook anymore because I don't want to see all these grievances being aired. Yeah, but I I, I think tech could be good. It's just uh, we got greedy. We let the guys in sweatpants and t-shirts hang hang there too long, and they got too big.
0: Okay. What is your most like hated annoying habit of another person? What's like what's your pet peeve or what's an annoying habit that you cannot stand? And give me a story for it.
1: I have a habit that I hate, but I got to i gotta think of how to articulate it.
0: Okay. This ties into my follow-up question. Kind of. Okay. Depending on the habit.
1: My habit that I hate is when people smack their lips while they're eating.
0: While they're eating?
1: While they're eating. And I don't want to name names because I know a few people that do this and i would just like to keep it quiet to okay. not make them feel self-conscious
0: that's fair okay
1: but it fucking annoys me i'm sorry i have to say it close your mouth when you're eating your goddamn food i'm sorry I'm sorry okay. you skidded
0: it. you skidded slightly around a story but i'm going to make you i'm going to make it up cuz you got to name a name on this one who would you never ever ever want to be stuck in an elevator with Give me a name. I need a person. I need Need a a name. I need a name. And I need a story for how
1: long is the elevator stuck?
0: Let's say let's, let's make this interesting. Let's go that you're stuck there for at least three hours.
1: I'm going to name a name and uh, I don't know if he's going to like it. I think it's honest. I think he would agree with it after (laughs) some time. I think the name is uh, Jacob Curran.
0: Jacob Curran.
1: (laughs) Me and Jacob are still friends to this day, but I swear to God, me and Jacob, you just put us in a room too long. We're going to start going at each other's throats. I don't know what it is. He's still (laughs) pissed at me. So, tangent time. Jacob's pissed at me, even though we're friends. In middle school, we went to a football camp, right? Yep. And he stayed the night at my house, so we were going to go in the morning. And then we go to the football camp, and Oh, yeah. So at night, the power went out while he was pissing in the dark, and then he somehow didn't piss all over my toilet. So thank you, Jacob, for that. So we go to the football camp, right? We show up late. We're the last kids there. So they call us out. Totally embarrassing for everybody. And we walked there. We walked walked like a mile and a half to the school in our cleats like an idiot. (laughs) The walk there was fine. It was the walk back after the whole day in our cleats that it was a terrible idea. We were muddy disgusting walked barefoot home basically and then jacob was like hey can i take a shower in your house and i'll be honest i i didn't handle it as well as i could
0: <laughs> sure you didn't let him shower
1: i, I didn't let him shower oh <laughs>
0: my gosh
1: i was 13 i'd never been asked that question before <laughs> by somebody hey, you're just like and nah, i didn't bro. know what to do <laughs> so i wow. said no and he was very upset <laughs> and thinking back on it probably rightfully so because i would be kind of pissed
0: <laughs> so <laughs> you know next time you come down to lincoln i'm not gonna let you shower in my house i
1: literally did him dirty i literally did him dirty
0: literally you literally
1: did him dirty and i know if we got into an elevator that story would come up within an hour
0: guaranteed <laughs> within an hour so okay. within
1: an hour it would come up and you
0: wouldn't i know make it a we third would just... of the way you would make it a third of the way stuck in that it alley. would
1: be fun for 30 minutes and then it would go downhill i just know it
0: <laughs> okay all right that was a good story wow you're a 13 year old matt he's kind of an ass
1: 13 year old matt just didn't know yet
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't
1: know didn't know how to be kind awkward <laughs>
0: Well, it's definitely not your cleats, but what's the best pair of shoes you've ever owned? Oh, man, I
1: I know immediately my Janowski's from college. Um, I love those shoes. I I just feel like I was a freaking cool dude in those those like gray Janowski's with like speckled white in there.
0: Yeah, I I remember those shoes,
1: but I fucked up. I I tried I tried to be a skater. And I failed. So <laughs> that, I, 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 that was
0: probably the high, One of the highlights of my sophomore year, which was kind of a crazy year for me in college. But one of the highlights was watching you attempt to be a skater
1: for like and have a three board days. in our room. And, and you never saw me use
0: it. <laughs> no, months. I I think I touched that skateboard more than you did, and I do not skateboard. There at were all. several people in the room who wrote that skateboard more than I did. Yeah, Bailey wrote it. I think Isaac might have tried it once to Colin did like there were several people. <laughs> and
1: I decided one day I was like, you know what? I'm over the summer. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I am going to become a skater. And I was like, I have the Janowskis. I can do this. These shoes will lead me to victory. So I was like, I'm going to learn how to Ollie. But like, before you can Ollie, you first have to learn how to like, tilt your board up right and so the people were like okay to ollie apparently you have to scrape your foot on the board i didn't know that i was like (laughs) oh that's why they wear out their shoes so fucking much that that (laughs) makes a lot of sense now and the guy was like literally he's like go buy a cheap pair of shoes that are like 20 bucks and get used to doing this over and over on the board and i was like well i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna use these janowskis and that was the biggest mistake because then i i i wore them out way faster than i probably would have
0: normally. so think so thinking back that looking back to last week that would be a regret it was a regret yes. <laughs> it was a regret yes look at, look at you connecting episodes together man
1: yeah i literally wore those shoes into the ground like i was like I always wore black socks, so it was fine. And then I was like, I'm going to start wearing white socks. And well, then I looked down, hey, and that... I was like, oh, I can see my socks through my shoe. And I didn't know that before. <laughs>
0: so... <laughs> well, hey, remember remember the switch from the black to white socks? When we got to college, everybody switched from black to white socks.
1: I stuck with black for a little bit. I hung in there. Well, When I was wearing white socks with the Janowskis, they were still intact. But then this was later. Oh, uh, okay. And I was like, oh, I'll I'll do it again. And, oh, these are. These are worn out. <laughs> wah, wah.
0: Okay, Matt. One question, because this is this is just one thing I remember about you from being a kid. But whatever happened to your pet tortoise,
1: Snappy? Sna- wherever he is nowadays,
0: <laughs> his name was Snappy.
1: His name was Snappy the turtle. It was a tortoise. He wasn't a turtle. tortoise. 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 <laughs> Some would say my dad took care of him more than I did. And
0: those people would be be right. right. Some would be right.
1: Some would be right. Yeah. I, so what happened was I had this tortoise from when I was like five to probably until my parents got divorced. So probably say 12, maybe 12, 12 or 13, somewhere around there. And I gave him away to my step cousin. I'm not sure whatever happened to him and I think about him sometimes and I wonder, <laughs> and I hope he's doing all right. I,
0: I hope so too. Technically
1: they could live longer than me. So
0: well, like a hundred hey, years old. That that'd be pretty, that'd be something, Matt. That would be something. You want to know what else is something? What? My random story of the week. Let's hear it. So I got to go on a quick tangent before we get back to your interview. So the last couple times that I've wanted to get Panda Express for lunch, I've ran into my roommate there at the exact same time and he works down at the Capitol building. I work on campus and I just happen to go to Panda at the same time that he does on the same days. We don't coordinate this at all, but it's funny because he walks in with one of his coworkers and I look at him and he immediately, he knows that he's in trouble because <laughs> I have to be obnoxious. And so he walks in, I'm like, Michael, oh my gosh, so fancy seeing you here. So it happened the other day again, and it was so funny because when we were, uh, I was walking on the sidewalk with my friend who I was going there with, and I, saw, I looked up in front of me and I saw Michael with his coworker walking down the street, and I'm like, oh my God, he's going to Panda, I know it, I know he's going to Panda. And so we end up walking right behind them about, uh 50, 60 yards away. And so I text him. I'm like, you better not be going to Panda. And he like looks back over his shoulder. I'm like, Oh, Hey. (laughs) 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 So we walk in and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, what a coincidence, Michael. There's like, who, what are the odds here, man? And it's just so funny because all the people are standing in line and they're just like looking at the two of us and they're looking at me be obnoxious. And then I just jump into a casual conversation. So I was like, so, Michael, do you have any dinner plans? Like, what did you want to do for dinner? Like, I got some chicken to grill. Like, do you got anything to add to it and stuff? So, and we just go into this, like, super casual conversation. And then when he gets his food and he's walking out and, like, I'm getting ready to order. I'm like, oh, I see you at home, honey. <laughs> he, just gla- <laughs> he just glares at me. It's so great.
1: So, yeah, I it's it's funny. His coworker's probably like, who the f- <laughs> fuck
0: was that She guy? She's met me, so she knows that I like to just piss him off. Oh, but okay. Like it's it's just great because it's happened the last two times I've gone to Panda. And I don't go there that often, like maybe once a month or a little bit less than that. And it just the last couple times, we're both there on the same day at the same time. So I I gotta be obnoxious about it.
1: You guys go once a month and you just happen. Maybe maybe he's such a regular there that the odds are just stacked that you're always gonna see him.
0: Well, I don't think he goes that often I either.
1: I I maybe Maybe he's like watching your snap, dude. Maybe he's like st- snap stalking you. I don't know.
0: Very <laughs> well could be. Ba- well, ask him. Yeah, I-, I should. I should. Well, let's get back to your interview, Matt. If your mind were an island, what would it look like?
1: Probably similar to the island in Castaway. I would say <laughs> there'd be like a Palm Beachy area, um, maybe a mountain. I. Don't know that there would be so many rocks. Feel like I'd have a lot less rocks. More like more like beachy area. Definitely, definitely kind of like a like a machete grassland type area. Okay. Uh, how many square foot do I get on this island?
0: It's your mind. How big is your mind?
1: This reminds me of Bob Ross because it's like it's, it's your it's your journey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> got to make a decision got to make a decision uh, and i want a tree right there
0: you know <laughs> a little cloud floating above
1: yeah just a little cloud <laughs> it you can do whatever you want it's your space you're
0: right that's right okay okay that sounds like a pretty nice island i'd visit that island what is one thing you miss about being a kid and we definitely need a story on this one we need a good i need a juicy story i need a not let another kid shower kind of story <laughs>
1: I'd say the thing I miss about being a kid is you could kind of just do, like, whatever you wanted to have fun and not really care about the consequences. Um, I know one of my good kid stories was I had, uh, when I was, like, in seventh grade, I had this new friend that kind of just came out of the blue named Gavin. And I met Gavin because he moved to the neighborhood and decided, I'm just gonna go knock on a random people's doorways for like kids my age. And I was like, "That's that, pretty ballsy, bro." That uh, was a
0: successful tactic in our neighborhood. That's remember that's how yeah, we yeah when I, I when I Roth went and... like
1: at this point in the neighborhood, like it was a pretty small neighborhood still. Um, I know like phase two, like it was still there was only half of my street, maybe like eight houses down and then like 12 houses down the other way. So it wasn't like a big area. I mean, but so he came and he's like, Hey, you want to hang out? And I was like, shit, I don't got much else going on. And you seem cool enough, I guess. So yeah. Come to find out this would be like my best friend for like two years. Um
0: Like two and- years.
1: Yeah. For two years. Yep. Cause you know, just what happens is the, As a young kid growing up with testosterone, you start button heads on shit. So eventually, the good times stop. That's fair. But so he introduced me to Airsoft. I had never been introduced to Airsoft before. And I think it was like me, him, his cousin, his little brother who should not have been hanging out with us because he was like four years younger than us. So we just were way too big for the guy. And then I think uh, I think somebody else from the neighborhood was around, and we're like, "Yeah, so we have enough guns, and they're just like the air guns, right? And they're the ones that like you just pump them and you shoot." But then he was like, "Well, I don't have enough air guns for everybody, so is it okay if I use mine with CO two and it's an Uzi?" And
0: this <laughs> this is going south real quick for you.
1: And I was new to the game, and I said, "I don't, I don't." Care, sure, I guess. I don't know. That sounds good. And everybody else was like, Yeah, that's fine. And I was like, Well, I don't want to be the pussy, so I can't remember if we wore glasses or not. We may have. We we did try to do a little bit of safety conscience there. A little bit. Um, but so you're doing the war, right? And like you kind of get like hit and you're like, Oh, it stings. <laughs> And then he fucking shot me in. he shot. I was running around and he shot me and he shot me in the leg. And I was like, whoa, that fucking hurt. And I was 13. So I think I actually said the word fuck because
0: you were a man. You were a man then
1: (laughs) I was, I was a man, I was a man. (laughs) And then I found out I had a welt on my thigh. That was like literally probably like a dollar sized coin on my leg for like a week but that's what i miss about being a kid man you could go do shit like that i can't do that now i'll probably fucking hurt myself and dislocate my kneecap
0: well you did that on you did that just walking to class
1: hey that was not my fault not my fault
0: that i guess that's a fun story matt how about how about we ask you why are there rugs in front of the door at the College of why Business? Why are there in the so Alaska? many wet
1: floor signs <laughs> in the College of Business, and why are they so obnoxious about
0: it? <laughs> yeah, what, like, what? Why are they so obnoxious about those wet floors? <laughs> Great question. Glad you asked. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new eighty-four million dollar building, and you're the reason.
1: So I was walking to class. It was a snowy day, right? I'm wearing my camo shoes. And the thing about my camo shoes is they don't grip for shit. So, FML, my life. I'm walking in, I'm like, you know, this ice is, like, sketchy. And I, I, by now, I had failed at skating. So, I knew I had bad balance. I knew. (laughs) Um, And I was like, I need to watch. And so, I walk in the building. I scrape all the water off my, on the rug. That's in the doorway too. And and then I walk in the building and there's one rug and I look and the whole fucking, it's just tile floor and the whole tile is just covered in water. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to slow down here because these shoes don't grip for shit.
0: I love how you're making these conscious decisions as you walk into the building. I'm making
1: conscious decisions to be safe and it still blows up in my face. And so I take one, one step all's it takes one step boom eat shit and i'm like god that's embarrassing And the i'm fucking soaking wet because the floor is wet
0: in the middle and of then, like, when everybody was getting out of their classes and going back and, and it's
1: rush so like there's a shitload of people No fucking walking in the door and i was like god that's embarrassing i went to get up boom i was like that ain't right <laughs> And I look at my knee and I was like, I can't move this thing. <laughs> I had a test that morning and I was like, I need to get to the class. And I was like, well, I got to like figure this shit out. So I looked at, I looked up and I saw a kid in my class and I, I just yelled his name. I was like, Hey, can you, can you help me, man? And he like looked at me like we weren't like, we were just acquaintances.
0: So <laughs> just he we were was kind of like together.
1: Yeah. Like we sat close to each other in class, but it's not like we were like really friends or anything so but he helped me out he got me off to the side and i i like looked at this thing and i was like dude my kneecap's in the wrong place and he's like he like looked at it, he's like uh yeah it is <laughs> and i was like can you go tell the teacher man that like i am uh i'm just not gonna make it i don't know and then like so this middle-aged classmate of mine who i had had in a marketing class in a project he came up and he's like dude what's going on why are you sitting down here and i was like look at my knee bro and he's like oh, and, and i really got to give it up for this guy he he was a good guy helped me out he said i'm going to go to the health center we're going to get you a wheelchair we're going to we're going to figure out how to stop making your life be so shitty for a second gets the wheelchair I looked at my knee and I said, I, I don't know what we're going to do about this, man. I, I can't walk on this thing. Called the ambulance. Ambulance comes. The guy cuts my leg, like my pants. He cuts my pants. They're khakis. I love those khakis. They're gone. Though. They're broken. <laughs> he cut them and he said, we're just going to pop this sucker into place right now. And I said, are you shitting me? He's like, no, we're just going to do it. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Well,
0: that's very, very
1: like, and I said, well, do I get, like, any pain medication? Because if I'm going to do this, I might as well get high. Jesus Christ. He <laughs>
0: didn't seem very confident. He's like, ah, yeah, we'll just we'll just do it.
1: Yeah, he did. He's just like, yeah, we'll just do it. Let's... He, like, kind of, like, touched it a little bit. He's like, it's probably fine. <laughs> and I said, can I get, like, a, a IV in my arm? I, I want, like, a dose or something. So he puts the IV in my arm, and he says, I think the – may give you something at the hospital and i was like i'm bleeding on the tile in the cob i'm just like okay he pops into place I was like and it it was in place but like my joints were so stretchy that it just kind of it just fell out on its own i went to the doctor a couple weeks later and he said, can you touch your thumb to your arm? And I said, uh, yeah, look at that. I can. And he said, uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're a nine out of nine on the joint flexibility scale. He says, I think what happened is you just generated some force. He kept slipped right out. Cause he was like, he was shaking the shit out of this thing. Two weeks later, didn't hurt at all. He said, what? yeah, you're good. Uh, there's no lasting damage, nothing. You just, uh, it just slipped right out. Wow. That's my story.
0: And that's that's why there's wet floor signs and more rugs in the doorway of the College of Business at Nebraska.
1: I talked to my accounting professor. I walked in, I emailed all my professors and said, I'm not going to be in class for a couple of days. I got a, I got bigger things to attend to. And they said, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I talked to my accounting professor. He says, dude, you should totally sue these guys.
0: <laughs> sue your own school.
1: And he's like, you could probably get free tuition for this shit, man. <laughs> and I, I thought about it. But then I was like, oh, I, I was actually in insur- insurance class at the time. In order to subrogate this, I'm going to have to pay this out of pocket because my insurance has subrogation rights so and i was also thinking i don't think i have the money to pay this out of pocket right now because this kind of came on a little sudden so i think i'm kind of just gonna have to deal with it well which I'm glad, sucks yeah i almost well, got I'm glad your
0: tuition. knee kneecap is back in place i'm glad they are making people more notice about the wet floors in the college exceedingly. business exceedingly yes there were A large number of rugs after you and a large number of wet floor signs after you. I really
1: hope 10 years later on a rainy day, all those wet floor signs and all those rugs still come out. I hope. I hope it's the Matt Solomon rule. (laughs) And I'll know. I'll know what it's there for.
0: I just remember texting you either that day or the day after asking if you could come play softball or basketball or something for intramurals. And you're like, yeah, I can't really do that right now, bro. And I'm like, wait, what (laughs) happened? And you're like, you didn't hear. And I'm like, no, you told me the whole story about your knee. I'm like, oh shit. That was you. Like I heard some kid fell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I know it's like the most ridiculous story. So (laughs) stupid. (laughs) The most mundane thing to ever cause a kneecap displacement.
0: (laughs) Well, let's let's get back to our interview here, and we'll we'll tone it down. That was that was a big story, so we got to kind of dial it back. Story, it was a big story. We'll we'll dial it back with a couple easy questions. What is your most overrated movie? Like you just you can't stand it. People hype it up way too much. He's thinking. I don't
1: know I like a lot of movies I know you do like a lot of movies I do and the thing is I don't watch movies I don't like is the problem <laughs> and the thing is I watch a lot of chick flicks too so I, I don't even hate those oh man what about I really honestly the movies I hate are every single George Clooney movie. I think every single George Clooney movie is overhyped.
0: I'll you, say it. You can't get on with George Clooney.
1: I watched the one where, so he's a tourist or an American or something in Italy. And I don't really, he's like a spy or some shit. I don't. He's like doing all this stuff. And the movie is just so boring. It's just George Clooney making faces. He's like staring off in the distance, like a badass dude, and he's like having sex with his girlfriend by the river, and it's supposed to be a movie. I don't know where the synopsis <laughs> comes in. Okay, so,
0: okay, so George Clooney movies very overhyped. Uh, Matt, what holiday would you get rid of, and why? What's the story?
1: Um, that's a good question. Which holiday do I hate the most? I gotta like go over the calendar year, (laughs) cause like it's it starts. Yeah, I'm okay with Easter. Easter's cool. Memorial Day, you gotta give it up. July 4th, of course. There's Mother, Fathers, and Mothers' Days. As we go through, there's no holidays in August. Labor Day, gotta get up for the laborers. I. Hey, Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving is kind of bullshit. What?
0: What is I, wrong with you?
1: Here's my thing. What's, I am Thanksgiving, about? What's I am Thanksgiving about? What's
0: Thanksgiving about? I'm right now. Hold on. I got to well, I got to take a minute with that. What the hell? Thanksgiving okay. is a bunch of food and a bunch of football and you just chill for like 5 days and watch football and pig out. What is wrong with you? That is the American dream, you godforsaken son of a bitch.
1: I can't think of a more racist holiday because... Okay, you're right. Yeah, come on. Like, <laughs> they're, we okay. celebrate, in okay. quote, celebrate the pilgrims and Indians coming together. And then the pilgrims proceeded to take all of their land for centuries after that.
0: Okay, in that aspect, Thanksgiving... Maybe eight so cool.
1: You know, if we just were like, hey, you know, Thanksgiving's got a bad past. Let's rewrite it. Let's rewrite the narrative, okay? It's no longer Thanksgiving. We're going to move dates. It's going to be family's day. Ha, family's day. And you love your family your friends and all that stuff. And we still can have football. Football's, I mean, you can
0: have football every day you want absolutely i'm on board for that but no we keep
1: it a thursday so i still get the thursday friday off oh
0: absolutely see that's yeah that again that's what i love is you have that and usually there's not much going on on wednesday so you can cut out early so you get like four and a half government
1: sponsored four-day holiday like (laughs) yeah and that aspect it's a good holiday i just don't like the the history no i I can get on board with
0: that you you've got a very good point uh speaking of food though Matt, what's the spiciest food you've ever eaten? Um,
1: I honestly think oh no, I had blazing buffalo wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. I tried the challenge. Couldn't do it.
0: You Shit did the challenge?
1: So I did the challenge. <laughs> I started crying. I got through 10 of them, which you're like at that point you should just finish it. I I just couldn't. I was How many are there? There's 12.
0: Oh man.
1: I got through ten, so I was so close. I I was crying. The waitress comes over and she says, "Time's up." I just look up. I'm just I'm a I'm a mess. I <laughs> tears in my eyes, sauce <laughs> on my face. I I look like shit. She she looks at me and she goes, "I'm gonna get you milk." I said I said thank you. <laughs> she gets me the milk. It's like a little pint milk that you go, like, at class. I chug the whole thing immediately. Doesn't even charge me for it. That's when you know, that's when you know you just look like shit. When they don't even charge you for something and they cop it, you just know that they they felt sorry for you.
0: Yeah, they they got you good, but they're like, oh, we got to help this guy out now. I literally looked at my receipt. He's kind of our mess. Looked at the receipt. And I was
1: like, is she gonna charge me for this milk? Because I they did me dirty on this. <laughs> I just feel terrible.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm sure
1: I finished the meal after that. I I think I ate more food. I don't know. It was <laughs> it's not a good day. <laughs>
0: that does not sound fun at it's all. Not a good
1: challenge. I wouldn't do it. There's no point. You have to buy the shirt after that.
0: This this kind of ties back to our cringe one hundred episode, but what is a fashion trend? That you are so happy to be done with what are you so glad that's gone away
1: um i feel like at one point everybody started wearing like polo shirts and i'm pretty sure it was like in early middle school the worst part was i was totally on board with the trend
0: <laughs>
1: so i had at least six polo shirts i would wear a polo shirt every day to school i thought they were so cool and then i realized i was just a giant douche for wearing polo shirts all the time i looked like a jackass i i'm so glad we are done with polo shirts as an everyday shirt so glad
0: yeah kind of kind of leaving it up more to the business casual side rather than just like everyday casual.
1: This was in fifth grade. I was wearing polo shirts every day in fifth grade as a 10-year-old. <laughs> that makes it a hundred times worse in my eyes. Because I'm like listening to rap. I'm listening to Soldier Boy. I'm wearing these stupid-ass polo shirts. I'm like, I'm so cool, man.
0: What do you think of homeschooling, Matt?
1: Um, Homeschooling, I think... If you do it right, I think you can be really good. There's plenty of people that do it wrong, though. So when you homeschool, I think that you're pretty much just imposing your ideas onto your children for the most part. And you're not really letting them kind of like come to their own conclusions. That's what I don't like about it. But if you can actually find a way to like encourage curiosity, I think it's really good.
0: Okay. I got just a couple questions left as we wrap this up. Matt, just before we get to the end, thank you though for letting us mix around your pot and kind of get to know you a little better. I I thought we got some great stories out of you for sure. But my last couple questions are, what are some goals you have achieved so far? And what are some goals that you want to achieve?
1: Uh, my goals make me sound really egotistical, honestly, which kind of sucks, but I was a business student. So what are you going to get out of me? Yeah, fair. Goals I've achieved so far. I, I got a job, got the job. We're doing it. Uh, got a job in accounting. So I think I'm doing that pretty well. Um, uh, we working with the people that I want to work with. The goals that I want to achieve in the future are own my own business at some point i want to be the leader of a company and i also want to make sure i give back significantly to the community uh whether it be it financially or with my time either or
0: what's egotistical about that that's great those are some great goals
1: uh i mean if you want to be at the top i feel like you gotta to make an omelet you gotta break a few eggs so i think you know, at at the face, these goals are okay, but to get to these goals, I think I'm gonna have to do some not so savory things. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's just kind of how it is. You know? Okay,
0: okay, that's fair. Well, anything else that you need our listeners to know about Matt Solomon, about your own pot that you've mixed up here? Any, anything you want to leave our listeners on?
1: Think I'm, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm a pretty funny guy sometimes. Other people also say I'm the least funny guy ever. So it just depends uh, if you're like me and find my jokes hilarious. Um, I probably got the driest humor you've ever met. Yeah, you know, that's me in a nutshell. I will talk to you, talk to anybody. I can talk to everybody. Our friend Bailey described it perfectly. I believe we described it on a different episode. Maybe we didn't. I don't remember. Yeah, I have Bailey a terrible des- memory.
0: Bailey describes Matt as someone who can talk to anyone and insult them without them knowing in the conversation.
1: But, um, tis. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I have one of the greatest memories and one of the worst memories at the same time, which is pretty amazing feat, so.
0: Wow. What a guy, ladies and gentlemen. Alex Fernando, Matt Solomon, mix it up in a pot. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and most importantly, keep mixing your own pots.
1: I feel so naked right now. Oh my god! <laughs> we just depress-
0: we just we just undressed you in front of everyone. We I got some Everybody. good questions. That's right. They all know everything now, Matt. Everything. Everything. The ass.